former Yankee and former Yankee manager, as well as Marlon manager uh, Joe Girardi joins us. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, Atani came back today. More valuable as a player, more valuable as a pitcher? Um, wow. Well, as a player, he's going to play in 155 games um, and have a chance to impact his team more, probably offensively, than he can pitching. Um, but the great thing is he can do both. And I know there's some people questioning that he should be just focusing on pitching and not coming back. But, I mean, he hit when it was torn. So I, I don't think it's an issue for him to hit. Um, time will tell. So, But I think he's more valuable as an everyday player. Joe, last night I'm watching the, Yank, the, the Met game. I had never seen Chris Paddock before, so I'm saying, okay, you know, now the kid's making mm-hmm. comments before the game. It's amazing how many young guys there are like this. This guy has incredible command of the changeup. Major fastball, 98, 99. I mean, striking people out right and left, striking people out top of the zone. Cocky as uh, get on. Pitched the gem against the Mets last night. I mean, it's amazing how many young pitches there are like this guy. Yeah, and, and I think it's because of all the work they're doing, you know, when they're younger. The problem is they end up having all, seems like they all have Tommy John. So there's a risk and reward with, you know all the all the games that they play in as, as young players in the summers and, and all that they do. The reward is they're very good at a young age. The risk is they're probably going to get hurt. Um, they're going to have some arm issues. So, but he he's got it. And I guess if you have it, you can be that way a little bit. But you know, Derek always said, "Humble yourself, or the game will humble you." And it's, it, at times you get humbled. You know, we saw Trevor Bauer get humbled a little bit last night. And, to me, he's as good as anyone in the league, and it just happens. But he's the Mets have not been swinging the bats, and he had their number last night. You know, um, funny, they said he had been taught by Calvin Schiraldi, the old Met, and that he was a guy who didn't take to the circle change. And they gave him a different grip on the change that he was able to master. And he really has an outrage. An out, I mean, he threw three one changeups. Uh, I mean, uh, to guys in the middle of the order. I mean, he really had great faith in that change of pace. Well, I mean, that's that's amazing. And and I'm glad it's it's not a hard slider or a hard curveball because I think it is. All right, I think we lost really, Joe. Really, there we um, go. Go ahead. We lost you for I a second, think, Joe. Repeat oh, what you said. I think if you, it's great that it's a changeup. You know, there's not all the stress. I think the breaking balls put more stress on your arm than anything. And if he has the ability to pitch up in the zone with a changeup like that, he's going to be dynamite. How long? I mean, what it used to be, it took a long time to teach a guy a changeup. I mean, it, it, has that time been cut in your estimate? I mean, a guy's now more adaptable at throwing the change of pace. Uh, I think so. I think it should be the first thing they teach pitchers. I, I really do because I still think the changeup is such an effective pitch because there's there's such a discrepancy between your fastball and the changeup. Um, the curveball sometimes can be really slow uh, and and can be really advantageous, but the changeup looks just like your fastball, and then it's not there, and guys are out front. So I think it should be the first pitch, and I think you know a lot of times in high school it will be the the first pitch that kids learn, but it's for whatever reason, it's hard to develop. And this young man has done a great job at it. 
Uh, we're talking with Joe Girardi, as we do every Tuesday. Keichel said the analytics prove that he's worth more than the offers he's received. He also said uh, that he won't back off. The question I have is this. If he, com- if he signs today with a team, how long before he'd be ready? I'm sure he's been throwing. I, I think he could be ready in three or four weeks. Um, you know, you may only get five at 75 after that amount of time, but I think he could. I think he could definitely be ready in three or four weeks. Can he keep himself at ready to come back by just throwing on the side, or does he have to go somewhere and face live pitching, what, live hitting? What do you think he has to do to stay in shape? I think he has to go face some live hitting, and depending on how much he does, he might be facing live hitters now. You know, he might be facing. I'm not exactly sure what he's doing. It's still not the same, but I think you need to build him up. I mean, if he's been facing live hitters at home, I would feel comfortable giving him three innings at 45, his first start, four at 60, five at 75, and turning him loose. So you're talking about, you know, 16, 17 days before you turn him loose. He said, I would love to sign right now. I don't want to sit out this season, but somebody's got to meet my price before I sit out, before I come back. I'm not coming back (laughs) for anything less than what I think I'm worth. Well, I hope he doesn't do that because I think that he might be sitting on the sideline. He may get it. There might be a team that really feels that they have an opportunity and they're willing to to overpay a little bit. But, you know, my father-in-law always told me, you're, you're worth what someone's willing to pay you, not what you think. You're worth what someone's willing to pay you. And he's going to have to sift through those offers to see if it's it makes enough sense for him. I don't see any gain in him not pitching this year. I don't see it increasing his value. So I think the best thing is to go pitch. Does is there anything that he, that would be gained by him not pitching this year? Would that be a year of rest that would help him uh, now that he's reached thirty one? Uh, would it aid him to stay in the game longer, or would that not be the case? I don't. Maybe a little bit, but I don't necessarily see. I, I see very little advantages to sitting out, and I think I think owners know that you're not going to make up the money. You're not going to increase your value over the winter. So why wouldn't you go pitch? There's going to be more question marks on you when you, when you, if you sit out the whole year on what you really have. How about a guy you know uh, and the year he's had? How about Herman and what he's done this year? Uh, his stuff is really good. And, and I give him a lot of credit with the perseverance. You know, when, we, when the Yankees first got him, he hurt his arm and it was really frustrating. And he was thin, and he and you know he was he was a young kid, and he was somewhat frail. But he's really developed into something special. What what really made the difference was his fastball command and the curveball that Larry taught him. Um, Larry taught him a really good curveball. Domingo really worked hard at because he had a really good changeup, and sometimes you can fall in love with your best secondary pitch and not use your other ones enough. But he did. He developed a curveball, and to me, that's what really changed him. How about the Yankees finding all these guys and just plugging them in day after day? I mean, it really is remarkable. It's, first, it's amazing how many guys have been hurt, but how about just plugging these guys in? Maben, Estrada. I mean, these guys, they, I mean, the other night looked like they didn't even have enough guys to play the game. I mean, they're finding guys everywhere. Yeah, I, they've done a really good job. And Tyro Estrada was someone that at 17 we were excited about the year. I believe he was an A ball and double A that he had. And, and all of a sudden, he came on everyone's radar. It was great to see him hit his first home run last night. Um, you know, I think what Gio's done at third base, I mean, you always knew that he was a great third baseman, but 
he didn't really get consistent, consistent at bats in Cleveland. He kind of bounced around a little bit, wouldn't play every day. And uh, he's done a great job. Luke Voigt, I mean, where Voigt, would you be without Luke Voigt? Voigt's become a regular. Team? He's a fixture on the team now. There's no yeah. question. And I'll tell you, I don't think, just from what I've heard, I don't think they're going to let Ashella go. I think they're going to keep him because Andohar has been very shaky at third. He can DH a lot. I think they want to keep this Ashella. He might have found himself a place on this team. Yeah, and you got to see what happens after a, a couple of months if he's continuing to have success. But his 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 defense has been in, un, incredibly good. He makes a good yeah. play every game. And, and think about all the lefties that the Yankees have. His defense is really really important. And he he comes up with a stunner every game. I mean, he's reminding yeah. me of Cleet Boyer. I mean, he's the guy's. Uh, it's amazing how good he's been. I mean, it's remarkable every game he makes a nice play. Well, it, it's great to see because. You know what, you, you want to see players take advantage of opportunities, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's put himself on the radar, someone that maybe they thought you know would be there for a month, month and a half, and then become expendable. Not anymore. I mean, he's someone that you really think about being your everyday third baseman, and, and good for him because he took advantage of a situation. And how about Miggy's going to beat some of these guys back? I mean, they're talking Miggy being back now in June. That guy is amazing. I mean, last time he healed, and now he could be back in front of some of these guys who have been hurt this year. How, how about that? That's amazing. They said they had to slow him down, that he's that far ahead of, uh, of what they expected. He's like a month and a half ahead of a schedule. Are you talking about Didi? Uh, Didi, yeah. He's a, Didi's yeah. like a month yeah. ahead of schedule. He could be back in June. I'm not surprised. I, I'm really not um... The work that 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 DD always put in, how much DD wanted to be on the field every day, it doesn't surprise me. And it, you know, he had such great arm strength, and and I'm sure it's it's all going to come back, and I can't wait to see it. Um, and I really thought that he was one of the big leaders on that team, um, and they've done a really good job without some of these guys that I you know I thought were real leaders, DD and and, and Judge and. They've done a really good job, but I look forward to Didi getting back because I know how much he'd love to play. In all these years, I can't remember a Yankee who came in, looked shakier in the beginning, had to replace Derek Jeter, and then blossomed into the star that this guy has blossomed into. He has become a bona fide star with the Yankees. I mean, the fans love him, and he he's a clutch hitter. He gets huge hits all the time, big hits in the postseason. He has become a wonderful player. Yeah. You know, when he first started, he tried to do too much. He was trying to replace Derek Jeter, and there's only one Derek Jeter. I mean, I mean, he was special to this the organization for a long, long time. Um, and then he realized that, you know what, there is nobody behind me. I told him, I said, look, Didi, there's no one behind you. You're our shortstop. So if you have a bad week, you're not going down. If you have a bad three or four days, you're not sitting. And I think he went through that in Cincinnati and Arizona. And they had Arizona had a number of shortstops. I said, "You're our guy." I mean, that's the bottom line. You're our guy. He went really. He went to work hard with with our hitting coaches, Jeff Pentland, and he worked on his approach versus left-handers. And then he became a guy that not only crushed right-handers, he really hit left-handers. He sure did. And, and he was irreplaceable. I mean, he was huge to our lineup. And started hitting home runs, I mean, oh, and yeah. getting big home runs. And so uh, more than anything else, he just had to get to believe that that was his job. Um, I, that really is what turned him around, right? I think that is the, 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 the biggest challenge for a manager, helping players understand that they really do belong. 
because I think there's a lot of question marks when you're a young player. Can I play at this level on a consistent basis? They may, um, you know, talk that they can. They may talk about, oh, yeah, yeah, I can. But there's always that little bit of self-doubt until you get through certain stages in your career. And then once you break through, the confidence is always there. Guys struggling right now, you know very well, Robinson Cano. Now, he started to hit. He hit on opening day, and then he didn't hit. Then he started to hit, and he got his average up in the 280s, and he got hit twice in a row, the second time really hard. And he was out a couple days. He hasn't had a hit since then. And last night he did it a couple balls on the nose. He's 0 for 16, but he is. They really need him right now, and it's not. It, it sure doesn't look like the typical Cano. No, and this could take another week. I mean, I'm sure there's still pain in there. There's, there's the concern. That am I going to get a hit again? Um, this could take another week. And when I look at the Mets, really, McNeil's the only one that's hit. They only guy. Hit. Only guy in, was in hitting. the last yeah. six games. They scored seven runs. Yeah, really. And but but what I would be like more focused on, which I would be happy about in a sense, hitting comes and goes. It, it, it does. They pitch pretty well. And some of their big guys are starting to pitch pretty good. Syndergaard, DeGrom, and these guys are starting to throw the ball well. That should bode well in the end. But right now they got to get it going offensively. Would you be patient with these guys? In, I mean, you're going to be patient with Cano. You're going to be patient with Ramos. We understand that. Uh McNeil hits, you got Alonzo. Would you be patient with the other guys, or would you try and shake things up a little bit? I think you're going to be patient. I think that it's still early. Uh, some of the guys have not been there the whole year, so you know they've been there two or three weeks. Um, hopefully you get Lowry back sometime soon. I'm not exactly sure because I think he adds a lot to that lineup. But I think their outfielders are really important to them, and I think they need to start performing at a little bit higher level. and. You know, sometimes the, the struggles in April are real just because of how bad the weather is. So as it heats up, you want to see, you know, Nimmo really get going and Conforto. Conforto's been okay, but you want to see these guys take off. And if that happens, I think they're in actually pretty good shape. I tell you, they really have struggled. I mean, the last ten, I mean, last six games, as you said, seven runs. Um, nobody except McNeil hitting. And McNeil's going to hit 300. I mean, there's no question. The guy hits, he, he just makes great contact too many times. I mean, he's going to, and he hits line drives and ground ball base hits everywhere. So he's going to hit 300. He's not going to hit with a lot of power, but he's going to hit 300. Alonzo looks pretty good, although he's gone into a little bit of a tailspin here. Yeah, he struggled the last 15 yeah. or so games. Only yeah. about 215. Yeah, and he's striking out a lot. And so, but he still has had a good start. Uh, but they need Cano's leadership in the worst way. Right now, they need that bat in a in a big way. Right now, to get they they need that, and they need Conforto to get going. Yes, I, I agree, and I think you know you saw what Cano did on opening day against Scherzer. I yep. mean, that's what he's capable of doing. So yes, they need that veteran leadership in that where maybe when some of the kids are struggling, saying it's okay, you know, the old guys here, and we're going to get it done. Um, and, and I'm sure they'll get going because I, I think they're too talented offensively to stay in this little bit of a slide that they've been in. But every club goes through it. Some a little bit longer than others, but every club goes through it. All right, Joe, thanks. We'll chat next week. Thanks very much. Thanks, Mike. All right, Joe Girardi, the report brought to you by Winners Brothers, Long Island's number one choice for waste removal and recycling services. There's a manager in waiting sitting right there. You know that as you listen to him talk, you know he's going to be managing somewhere this year. Back after this.